0: Alright everybody, welcome to This Is Gonna Hurt, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Yay! We're all, really, we're all actually really, really excited to be doing this. Um, we're five guys who are D&D nerds, nerds of different uh, levels, and we've been playing 3.5 for a number of years and thought we'd give 5th edition a try. So, why don't we start by introducing ourselves... We can start on my left. I'll introduce myself in a bit. Um, just give us your name, your like your human name, your actual name, your character's name, race, and class, but nothing else. Get okay. us started.
1: Okay. <clears throat> um, hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Craig. Um, my character, <clears throat> his name is Windarkathesis, but everyone calls him Kitty. Um, <laughs> he is a dragonborn bard, actually. So, yeah. All right. Okay.
2: Hi, uh, I'm Alex. Uh, I play Korath Stoneblessed Orythane. He is a uh, Goliath Paladin. Big dude. Hi, I'm Steven, and I'm going to be playing a Gnome Wizard named Brimley Coral Baloran Onward. Bibly. Thank you very much. That was Lidley hilarious. But can you can you say his name Lidley clearly like, yes, like a soft drink? Brimley Coral. <laughs> oh Coral. Okay. Coral. Um for some, no wizard. For some reason Got a I deep heard voice. Gimli Cola.
0: Gotcha. Cola? I heard I heard I heard cola. Gimli Cola too. Cola. So Brimley. Brimley is cola. the first name. Brimley. Brimley.
3: Brimley. Alright. Yeah.
2: And
0: last but not asked? least.
3: Uh my name is uh, Jeremy. And I will be playing Lorthamar Theron. He is a high elf fighter.
0: All right. Groovy. Uh, my name is Owen. I'm going to be the DM. And yeah, so before we get started, I want to point out a few things because we're all pretty new to fifth edition In fifth edition, a big deal inspiration. Um, and so what these guys have in front of them right now is a single black poker chip. They're all holding them up, which you can't see at home, but that's OK. No, we, you have, some, we have some pictures going. So check out our Instagram. We'll we'll give the handles in a bit that they have in front of them, the way that's going to work is so inspiration is something that is awarded to a player when they do uh, role-playing especially well, and so the black chips that these players have in front of them are for them to award to each other, so if they think like something that was loud, if they think that something really cool just happened, one of the players did something really cool they can give that to them uh, at the start of every game that we play they'll get it back Um, they get one and that's it I also have inspiration tokens of my own, which I will dish out as I think is time. I think it broke. We're waiting for the camera to take a picture because people are holding up their black chips. Alex is getting up. This is a terrible idea. No, no, don't do it.
1: Man, you get some endurance right there. Get ready, You're get ready. Literally in the same pose. He's bro. got a really
0: high con modifier. What is, um,
2: inspiration
1: is plus two.
0: Ah, how does inspiration work? When you get inspiration, so either that is the black chip, or that is the green chip that God. I would give you, you get to roll with advantage. Gotcha. And so if you have the chip, alright, so if like I give you a green chip, you can keep it in front of you, and so if you want, you can roll with advantage. I'm also going to play it, at least for now, that if you roll and it's really, really terrible, you can cash in your green inspiration to kind of roll again.
3: What, um, what does that apply to? What does inspiration apply to?
0: Any d20 roll
3: so like skill checks out there that could be a
0: skill check that could be an attack roll anything that's a d20 Okay. good question alright so I'm I'm super pumped to jump right in this is a a homemade campaign in a homemade world with these four characters that I really don't know so I'm super excited to get to know these characters and let's do it so everybody taking a deep breath for me (sighs) breathe out what you're breathing in is not the air in an apartment in Long Island. All right. I want you just to really taste the saltiness in the air. The wind is just wrapping itself around you. You find yourself on the Leaping Wolf, which is a smallish merchant ship, about 60 to 70 feet long. I'm actually going to put it out for the players. So they can actually
2: see it.
3: Thank you. Sure. And, and this is going to hurt, by the way, a lot. <laughs> so this is I hope I'm not seasick.
1: Ah! Ooh. Wow! Stepping it up, huh? Yeah. So this is wow. <laughs> so
2: are those people, or is that like? I, I think it? they're barrels. Yeah, barrels and like a mast.
3: I think there's no sail on this. How are we going anywhere? <coughs> Rowing. That, that might be a mast. That leadership. might be a big mast. Windark, <laughs>
1: thesis.
0: All right. So in front of you, you have the leaping wolf. Cool. Um, it has kind of just a lower deck area. That thing you see in the center, the big black circle, that's the kind of the central mast and things, the riggings around it. Those three things on the side are three larger barrels. Um, there's other things scattered around the deck. Um, the upper two decks, all right, in the back of the ship, as is per usual, would be where the steering wheel is. Um, underneath those decks are two different areas, which we can get to in a little bit. All right, so you find yourself on this ship. You could just place your tokens on it. They're not going to be moving around too much. But just so that they're on the ship somewhere. So when you find yourself on the ship, you would see like three main figures, right? You've got the crew, which is this motley uh, grouping of like half orcs and humans, big, strong guys, probably not fighters, uh, just really good as, as sailors. And, but the other, like the three main people that you see uh, and the captain that you met briefly on coming in would be Captain Tin Toskobble, who is a. Halfling, uh, kind of a smaller guy, obviously, because he's a halfling. But even for a halfling, pretty small. But you gotta get this vibe from him right off the bat. Not somebody uh, that people mess with. You know, he's this halfling, but he's also the captain of like all these humans and half orcs. And he's tough enough to to pull that off on, on arriving on the ship. You met his not really his first mate, but maybe his bodyguard, um, this elf. Wearing scale male armor, all green, carrying a very large spear, uh, short brown hair, green eyes, um, also kind of a very serious figure. And so, like I said, the captain, his name was uh, Tin Toskobble. The soldier, the first mate guy, he uh, introduced himself as Dan Longleaf. Uh, again, he was an elf. And then the only other person. So you've got the captain, you've got the first mate, and you've got uh, all the sailors. There's also yourself. There's only one other passenger, it seems, on the ship. Um, it's not a passenger vessel. It's a, it's a merchant ship. You have bartered your way on as like guards. Uh, you're sailing to the country of Etrune, and it's an expensive voyage to go on a, like, a passenger ship, so you've, you've bartered your way. You're not really going to get paid for it, but you get a free ride. If anything comes up, you got to do your job. And then the only other person, a little strange, there is one passenger. It's kind of an old man who doesn't really seem to have many belongings. We need a bigger boat. Um,
2: (laughs) Oh, there's a shark.
0: He's just got, (laughs) um, just kind of like old tattered robes. um, Doesn't really seem to have any, you know, luggage or anything, just like a few, like a bag or two with him. Um, Kind of an old man. Uh, You didn't get his name. So I guess my question would be, if your character was on a ship, what would you do?
2: Rumi's gonna head over and try to talk to the captain if the captain's available. Sure. Okay. Um. Oh, hello. Hi there. Um. So, uh, do you do you do this trip a lot? You know, going to this country that we're going. Oh, con- to? constantly, constantly. We're we're always going back and forth.
0: Uh, Troon's, uh we're we're heading to Valorn, of course. That's uh, one of the largest port cities in, in the entire world. Oh yeah. Um. So, do do you see a lot of fights? Oh uh, yeah, no, you know Gallandan. He he insisted that we that we hire four guards. But you know we haven't seen a pirate attack in like you know five or six weeks. It is the seas have been did, pretty did, calm. We,
2: did, did you say weeks? Did, did he say weeks? Did you say weeks? Did yeah, he five weeks. Five or six weeks. Weeks? Like like seven days in a week? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs>
0: All right, what do the rest of you do? Um, well. Korath, as a Goliath, he's not used to. He's not a seafaring person. Sure. Uh, so he's kind of just like hanging out at the back of the
2: ship, kind of not looking at the water. Um, just like he doesn't really like the
1: water all that much.
0: Okay. Yeah, kay. so
1: he's kind of being pretty still. Um, Windar, he's sitting up in the front. He's pretty much just enjoying the voyage as it is. He has his viol with him. He's. Just playing a serenade to actually an honor. A shanty, not really a shanty. Oh, okay. It's it's more. Sorry, for, it's, I suggested it. It's okay. It's <laughs> it's more for he did he did entertain everyone before okay. because they saw they did see his viol and went, hey why don't you play us a little little ditty and he did but now he's playing something more for himself a little more melancholy C minor I believe is uh gonna be dropping a mixtape anytime soon uh yes uh it's so fire that it can actually bake bread in three days all right
3: well. Is that, how,
1: that how would you say it's the, pretty uh, slow but <laughs> the slow
3: the slow cooking that's the quality how would you say the water is on this uh
0: i mean it's not like scary but it's not like super peaceful
3: all right well uh my you know lord Kumar is a fisherman at heart you know he, he just loves fishing you know it gives him peace of mind so that's what he's gonna be doing right now right off the side of the boat yeah. Fishing it up, fishing
0: know. off the side of the boat. Is that like a hobby? He's got, yeah, he's got a
3: little hobby, you know? Cool, right. fishing
0: the side of the boat. um, so Gallandan, when you came on, would have showed you that the um, the underneath the front deck is where the sailors and where you as the guards will be sleeping. Cool, um, there's also like barrels and crates back there. It is a merchant vessel, most of the space is taken up is, is for things like that. In the back, underneath
2: the rear deck. Is where the captain's quarters are. What's up? So is is everybody that's not the captain going to be sleeping in that one area? Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 Yes.
0: Um. And so yeah. So you've been hired as these guards <laughs> to protect the ship if anything were to happen. Um. Anything else he has just do during the day? Um. Korat's kind of just he's he's kind of hanging towards the middle of the boat, but he's going towards the uh, people asking what's up, giving like just. Give him some like holy advice. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the half orcs comes up to you and goes, Oh, push push time on a ship and then Korath responds Yes. No go close to your mic.
2: <laughs> yes. You might want to switch your bag of dice and, and the mic stand or your phone and the mic hey, stand. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go.
0: Cool. And so the, the half orc says,
1: um, Man, a few words. One could say.
3: One could say. That's three words. A genius. Hey. (laughs) All
0: right, so. um, So, yeah, so, I mean, um, I guess my my question is, if you, you know, how would you try to make yourself useful if you felt you could be useful? Other than just fishing and things like that.
3: I, uh. I've caught a few fish at this point because I'm a skilled fisherman and uh, it's
0: on his character sheet now he's a skilled fisherman, skilled fisherman.
3: <laughs> uh, so I'm actually I would like to talk to the uh, the second hand man he's an elf you know um, me and him probably can get along you know I speak I speak Elvin uh,
0: what was your
3: name again I forgot uh, my name is uh, Lorthamar Theron.
0: Lorth Lorthamar.
3: Lorthamar Lorthamar Lorthamar
0: Lorthamar 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 all right so you go oh, to got to Galandans. All right.
3: So I'm gonna I'm gonna approach him and say something to the effects of
0: an Elven or in an Kalman? Elven, of
3: course, in Elven, of course. All right. Because you know us Elves gotta stick together, you know. Sure. So something to the effect of, "What are you doing here, my friend?"
0: And he says something really like hippy dippy, like, "What are any of us doing here, really?"
3: All right. Well. <laughs> I've, uh, I've gained a lot of insight into this conversation, uh, and I'm just gonna walk away.
1: All right. All o- right.
3: Cool. O- overhearing
1: this minor conversation, do when he, when do he know when, Elf? No, he just hears noises. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like he looks over, kind of broke his concentration, but he can feel like one guy vibing. He's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> goes back to playing.
0: <laughs> Um, just so I know what's everybody's passive perception
2: Mm. Uh, I got a 12 over here Uh, 15 oh man 12 alright no I don't feel
1: so bad you say 12 I don't know how to figure it out it's
3: it's, It's okay it's 8 plus your um, wisdom Wisdom modifier plus your proficiency bonus
1: just 2 9 if you're proficient oh so 12 no just just that's like your BAB so so 12 (laughs) Lindsays. Yay! We glad um, that was... Uh, that worked out.
0: Alright, so, so I'm sorry, what were they again? 15. 15.
2: 12. 12. 12. 12, 12,
0: 12, 12. 12, 12 everybody across the board. Alright, so yes. basically at, at some point in the day, we'll call it the afternoon, All right, you actually hear a, a rustling coming from the barrels hear a
1: that ruckus. have
0: been on... You don't hear a ruckus. You hear a, <laughs> you hear a, you hear a rustling. That's an inside joke, listeners. Um, you hear kind of like a rustling... In the barrels.
2: How large are these barrels?
0: These are these barrels are big enough um, to hold like a lot of rice.
2: A lot of rice. A lot of rice. So um, that's what they're. So presumably, are they holding? How heavy are they?
0: They're pretty heavy, also, because if you're, you know, you've got like a three or three foot tall barrel, four foot tall barrel, okay. filled uh, with rice.
2: I'd, so, I'd like to kick down the door. Pretty heavy. So um, Brimley would like to go over the barrel and try to be real stealthy about it and just kind of like start tapping on them, like shaking him about a little bit, like okay. bring his ear to him. Well, actually,
0: if you, once you get within like five or so feet okay. of them, um, you actually hear in like really like low murmur, um, no, we, we have to stay Stop, Stop
1: screaming.
2: As you oh. get close, so
1: we're uh, oh, just gonna,
0: gonna
3: go shot. ahead and just,
2: just knock on the barrels and go. Hello, who's in there? Hello, hello, hey Tim, Tim, there's somebody on the boat. Tim, who's Tim? Is, tin. It, tin. Is it Tin? Tin, Tin, it's Tin with tin. an N. Captain
0: Tin, toss me. cobble. I'm okay. really
1: glad you came. This all quick, because it makes it better? Tin, <laughs> Tin.
0: And so I guess could you could you like position yourselves where you'd be if you were trying to approach those barrels. I'm just over here. You maybe everything. all might not be able to get there. <laughs> There's a mast in the way. It's not a big boat. It's mo- tin somewhere can I move like the old you? Guy? Yeah, you <laughs> Just know. pushing an old a senior citizen move aside. Nobody talks to you. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a lonely old Everybody man. Wait, wait, you old man. <laughs> oh, no. um, is tin somewhere in the back of the boat? Yeah, the
0: boat? he's he's doing captainy things in he's the just, back of the boat. Just roaming around. Yeah, Dan right, cool. is more often the one who's like making sure the sailors are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. Ah, right, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, and so basically, uh, as you get closer, um, you you hear like a you hear like a little creak, and you see just a set of eyes on the inside.
3: I kicked the barrel over the ship.
0: You kicked the barrel over the ship. <laughs> Alright, so give me a <laughs> give me a I mean, give me a strength check to see if you can kick the barrel over the ship. It's gonna be incredibly high because this is a huge barrel filled with rice. But give me a strength check.
3: Dang. That's a that's a ten.
0: That barrel really knows what your foot feels like. And it's like, ugh. But it doesn't move. And so with that, with that thud against the side of the barrel, the three tops of the barrels actually pop off, they fly off. And these three little goblins pop up, and they you see that they actually have little uh, little cute little short bows in hand, and so they they all three at the same time grab an arrow, and so you can actually roll initiative for me.
3: Um, just real quick, are these is this Team Rocket?
0: It's not Team Rocket. Right. They will not be blasting off again. They might be blasting off, but not again. All right, so these three little goblins pop up. Uh, what's your initiative? Twelve. Twelve, and what was your character's name again? Laura Thamar. Lore?
3: Thamar. Lore, Thamar. If there's an apostrophe in there too. So okay. Lor apostrophe.
0: Got it. K-ish. I totally just wrote that down.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny because you were looking up the whole time.
0: Steve, what was your initiative <laughs> uh, I got for? a 13 over here. 13 for Brimble! Brimble! Yes. Alex, what's yours? 17. Ooh, oh, High Roller. Roller. <laughs> Korath, that's your character's name. Oh yeah, Corath. I yeah. got it. Sorry.
1: If you hear a lot of thuds, roll? I rolled. <laughs> I uh, rolled an eleven. Oh, an eleven. Yeah, pretty pretty uh, mediocre. If you ask that's me. Solid. Thank you. What that's was your solid. character's <laughs> name again? Uh, Windar. Windar. The thesis, there's actually a dash in between Win and Dar.
0: <sighs> okay.
1: Just totally wrote that down too. Excellent. Okay. All right, just want to be sure. So honest. all right, so the <laughs>
0: the goblins pop up. They're not gonna get to surprise you because you all heard of them coming. They thought they were being sneaky by saying, shh, please be sneakier. Um, but when they do pop up, they do get to say something, and the middle goblin he says something to the effect of we're gonna slay their throats in the night, but uh, it's really uncomfortable in these barrels, man! And so they pop up, getting ready to strike, getting ready to fight, and then Korath will be the first one who's able to actually do something. Let me put them on the board. There go the barrels. There go the barrels. Oh no! The goblins are dead! The rice is gone! How are we gonna eat? <laughs> Alright, so I I, I 3D now printed some sure. figures and they're the most absurdly large goblins <laughs> in the whole world and they're yellow because I didn't get to paint Oh my gosh! They're really large!
1: <laughs> did you make I a hom- think they can all fit. No, they're all gonna fit. Did you make, a, like, the homunculus? <laughs> like, what?
0: what? They're bigger than
1: this one's big gonna like, be, This one's gonna be
0: right they're here. They're bigger
2: than the
1: goliath. That one's yeah! Gonna be right there. Oh,
2: moving you over. Perfect. Oh god! Oh, I'm too tiny. I can't be in the
0: phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm high. Those are really very very large. So, so is
2: this they're, No, they were in barrels. Oh my they're, goodness. They're tiny. Yes, so, they're they're smallish
0: okay. uh, humanoids. Smallish humanoids. So I'm gonna I'm gonna strike with my maul. Try and crush his little head. And that is That's a heavy dice. That is a heavy
2: dice. My Thank bad. you Norse Foundry. Thanks Norse Foundry. <laughs> so, that's a 15 versus AC.
0: 15 versus AC, that will hit. Which one are you striking at? That guy. The guy on the We're going to call him goblin number 3. Okay. Roll me up some damage, baby. So, that is 11 damage. 11 damage. You literally with one hammer swing you just sploosh him. You hit him on the head and his head goes into his body and then his organs just come out of his pores pretty much. He just splooshes all all over the place and you just destroy. You annihilate him. I don't like tiny men. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) <laughs> he said with Brimley the gnome close by what I me? just met you <laughs> that's true <laughs> alright so it is is—it's uh, Brimley's turn
2: Oh, that was fast um, uh, he's right up in there and that's not where Brimley wants to be sure um, but he's nervous <laughs> so he's going to cast a poison spray and puff a little cloud of noxious gas at oh, this right. guy because he's nervous like a squid um, inking. The guy's gonna have to make <laughs> a Constitution saving throw to beat that.
0: Yeah, you. Puff. 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 Magic dragon. Shh, shh,
2: shh. What
0: do I gotta beat? Uh, fourteen. 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 It's not gonna beat a fourteen. Fifteen. Oh, oh, okay. He's a
2: resilient little goblin. Goblin number two. Brimley's yeah. going to take a step back because he's <laughs>
3: super nervous.
0: All right, so you can move back. It's uh, it's going to be Lorthamar's turn.
3: All right, well, Lorthamar is going to take a few steps up. So he's a few uh, steps behind, so he can take a step right there. All right, so I'm just going to... I'm going to go ahead and swing at the guy in front of me.
0: Do it up, man. Go for it.
3: Ooh, he does not have a Norse Foundry die that I don't... That's why I was so quiet. Uh, that was an eleven.
0: Eleven is gonna miss. Yep. So what's uh what kind of weapon does Lord Thamar use? A rapier. A rapier. So he's he's trying to be fancy. He's he's a very fancy elf. I'm guessing.
3: He's the most fancy elf.
0: Oh, he's the most fancy elf. All right, it's Windar's turn.
3: Uh, he looks over and
1: goes, Ugh, Do I really have to do this? And walks over, one, two, and he decides to. He looks and goes, "Hey, losers!" <laughs> I don't know. And just uses Thunder Wave. So,
0: all right. So, what is Explain to our listeners what happens.
1: So, for Thunder Wave, it is a wave of thunderous force. Just shoots out for me. It's a 15 foot cube, and they have to throw a Constitution save. Okay. And they have to beat. A, or what happens? Oh, if they get oh, uh what what if, is your Thunder Wave? It's just as big. Just imagine like a big rippling wave of you can put electricity in there just to make it just to make it look like you can see it. Sorry about that weird volume gradient. But um, yeah, big wave comes out, hits them. It'll push them back and they take some damage. And if, All right. uh, I believe. Nope, they don't get stunned. So they don't get stunned. All right. Sorry. So What
0: do I got to roll against?
1: You have to roll against a 14.
0: Here we go. I'm nervous for the goblins. They've been, been, they've been in my head
1: for so long. So I've
0: grown attached to they're, them.
2: They're kind of at an angle there, so if they get pushed back...
1: Oh, yeah, they get pushed I'm gonna back I'm going to say if they get pushed feet. back,
2: they're going to hit the railing of the ship. Okay.
0: Yeah, so they're not going to just fly up into the water. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, creative, just, just but... For the shot. Yeah. Okay. I'll say that if I roll a crit <laughs> fail, they'll fly in the water. I'll take it. All right. Eh? It's like two crit fails next to each other. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the first one. We'll call that number two,
1: okay? That one right there, yeah. And then I'll roll for this, the second guy.
0: That would be, would be a uh, nine.
1: All right, so they're gonna take full damage and they get pushed. Oh, it's two. Wow, that's lame! That's <laughs> 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 so dumb. They take 10 damage,
0: 10 damage. So you literally thunder wave them and they fly into the boards of the wall of the ship. And like little knobs and things like that that would have been sticking out, pierce into their back, and they literally scream in agony for a few seconds, and then they
3: just they both die. This this is for mature audiences only. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Windar looks Thank at the two you. goblins and says, goblins. "You know who else likes to get pushed against the wall?" Nobody cause that hurts. Vim <laughs> <her mom. laughs> <Their moms. laughs> then backs up and That's plays the viol again. Moms. <laughs> um, that was
0: almost a reference, but it wasn't. <laughs>
1: I'm behaving.
0: Alright, so yeah, so you did it. So um Goblins totally dead. Uh, the first one is a puddle on the floor because of the hammer. <laughs> Second the one <laughs> are literally <clears throat> picture frames on the wall. Um, having been yeah you know and yeah so uh, I guess what what would you do after you just murder a few goblins on the deck of a ship
3: tune in next week to find out what would the adventurers do after murdering a bunch of goblins while you're waiting follow us on twitter and instagram at gonna hurt dmd and feel free to email any comments or questions to this is gonna hurt info at gmail.com.